I was watching them host the amazing parties that they do over in America and I was like, maybe I can somehow make that work for me. So I would um, hire wait staff and put on beautiful champagne and drinks and do beautiful food and play the music, all of that sort of stuff, and invite the neighbourhood to attend. And from that, I'd pick up appraisal after appraisal. And again, it was just a point of difference. I was the high tea agent, but it really did kick me back off and it worked. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Elevate podcast producer Cass Charlesworth, and I'll be hosting today's show. My guest today is Salt Properties' Lyndall Allen. A sales agent, auctioneer, and now business owner, Lyndall has more than 23 years real estate experience. Welcome to the show, Lyndall. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really thrilled to have you here today, but I wanted to start with something that I saw in your bio that I thought was really interesting. A couple of years ago, you packed up your family, including three children, grabbed a caravan and went around Australia. What was the purpose of that? Because I have three children and I know that is no small undertaking. What prompted you to take the leap? It was a really big decision and it wasn't a decision taken um, easily by me and my husband, Reese, but... Basically, we both sort of had worked really hard all our lives and we had these three amazing little children and we just weren't getting the time with them that we wanted. So we thought, well, what are we working for? They're young. Um, we, we only had two at school at that stage and kind of had a bit of a life's too short moment and, um, yeah, packed our bags and, and off we went. We were meant to go for 10 months and we came home two years later. So, it was an adventure of a lifetime. I yeah, highly recommend it to, to anyone. And what was your favourite place? Did you have a favourite place that you stayed? Yeah, um, Exmouth in WA. We swam with the whale sharks, the Ningaloo Reef and Turquoise Bay. It's just sensational. Really, really beautiful. And what did it teach you about life, real estate and what appears to be a very deep affection for Newcastle? Oh, we learned so much. Like it, it really changed us as a family. It changed our children, um, made our children extremely confident. Um, it taught us to not sweat the small stuff. It really did. Um, to really enjoy life and, you know, not, not worry about the financial stuff too much because it's really not relevant when you're out travelling on the road. But it also um, taught us how much we love where we live. We were very much open to moving to somewhere else in Australia, but we just couldn't find somewhere better than Newcastle. We really loved this town. So that was lovely too. So let's talk about your career. How did you come to be in real estate? And I know it spans more than two decades. Was it something that you chose or did it choose you? A bit of both, actually. So I got out of school. I got into uni to be a preschool teacher, of all things. Um, but I wanted to have a year off and I worked in a preschool for 12 months and I soon figured out that um, 
I was happy to work hard and realised that I wasn't getting paid anymore for my hard work and my, my strong work ethic. So I thought maybe I need to be in a job where I'm rewarded for working hard. So I did some volunteer work whilst I was studying that at uni and two weeks later they offered me a full-time job in real estate. And, yeah, 23 years later I'm still doing it. Did you start in an administration? Was it the typical journey? How did it progress? They literally threw me straight into sales on day one, which was quite incredible. I was only 19 years old, Um, had no idea what I was doing, but um, they they saw something in me and they had faith and and off I went. So it was very much learn on the job and, um, yeah, I just loved it from the very beginning. Were there specific challenges you faced? 19, as you said, you're straight out of school or at university. Mm. Were there challenges you faced along the way? Yeah, absolutely. I think being 19 and female um, is a challenge straight up and, and really not, I didn't know real estate. I was learning. I didn't come from a family of real estate or anything like that. My age and even back then being a female definitely came up as a challenge sometimes. Um, but throughout my career, I've had to reinvent myself over and over. So we moved from Sydney to Newcastle 16 years ago um, and we didn't know anyone in the town. So that really came with challenges because you've lost all your, your core referrals and your core of influence. So really had to do the hard yards there to establish my name and, you know, build a reputation and, and then you have a baby and then you have another baby and then you have another baby. <laughs> So constantly reinventing myself and then we went travelling for two years. So I feel like I've really um, had to keep coming up with new ways to stand out and, um, and prove that, you know, I'm worth, worthy of people's business. What are some of the ways that you've done that um, at those particular junctures? How have you come back in and re-established yourself? Depending on where I was in my career, but it was about coming up with different um, strategies to stand out. Um, so back in the day when I moved to Newcastle, one of those was becoming an auctioneer. Um, I could see that nobody else was really doing it and it gave me a point of difference in my listing presentations, but it also got me noticed at auctions. It got me good press in the paper. Um, so it was a way of building my presence. Um, and then when I'd had my children and and went back into the career, I did things like um, I hosted preview high tea open homes. So um, I, I watched that million dollar listing, you know, the America, I love those shows. And I was watching them host the amazing parties that they do over in America. And I was like, maybe I can somehow make that work for me. So I would um, hire wait staff and put on beautiful champagne and drinks and do beautiful food and play the music, all of that sort of stuff, and invite the neighbourhood to attend. And from that, I'd pick up appraisal after appraisal. And, again, it was just a point of difference. I was the high tea agent. But it really did kick me back off and it worked. That's a brilliant strategy. I love that one. And I think we've seen it a lot on things like uh, Lux Listing Sydney. I know the TRG group does a lot of these really big showings where they've got, you know, amazing drinks and they set the scene. So that's kind of what you were doing, was it? That's exactly right. And what it does, it sets a real atmosphere at the property. Like people love it. There's a vibe when the music's playing and you're walking around drinking a champagne. Um, And I had not only huge success in selling the property, but it was such a great listing tool. 
Another one of your key listing tools has been reviews and referrals. Now, I know that on Rate My Agent, I think you have 100 five-star reviews, which is a massive undertaking. What gains you that sort of accolade and, and, re and referral? Like, how do you do that with your clients to get them coming back and referring you to others? I think it's simply doing a good job and doing what you promise. You've got to say, you've got to do what you say. If you say you're going to do something, do it um, and, and work with integrity, but also don't be scared to ask for referrals. So, you know, if people are really happy, I always say, you know, if you know anyone looking to, to sell, please refer me. And um, I never used to be good at that, but you've got to maximise every opportunity because they're a walking referral and, and that is where I get most of my business. How do you go about asking for reviews? Is that built into your processes and procedures or do you ask them personally? Um, a bit of both. So I have a system set up that when a property goes unconditional, they do get a link requesting, um, you know, you rate my agent, realestate.com, Google. But I also mention to them um, once it's gone unconditional, you ring to say congratulations and I let them know that, you know, we will be sending them links and if they could please give me a review, that would be really appreciated. And, yeah, most people are really happy to. And they work well then back on social media as well because, you you know, create a social tile and um, people can really hear back from your clients, which works great. Let's talk a little bit about auctioneering because I know you're one of very few female auctioneers in Newcastle. What was it like embarking, adding that to your skill set? It was terrifying. I'm not going to lie. And, and to be honest, I'm not the world's best auctioneer. I'm not going to put my hand up and say that I am. I don't do a lot of them anymore. I, um, I, I focus more on the, on the client at the auction and the buyers and get someone else to do it now. But um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great point of difference. It really is. Um, and it gives you confidence and it gives people confidence in you as well because it's giving you all aspects of an auction campaign. Um, but, yeah, they're lots of fun, but very, I used to get very nervous. Have you had any uh, extreme experiences at an auction? We've spoken to other agents where people have shouted and been in cars. Somebody turned up and bought a house when they're on their way to Bunnings. Have you had any experiences like that? Yeah, I've had a few things like that. I've been um, calling an auction where someone's, you know, driven past in the car and they're screaming and yelling and yahooing and fun like that. And I've had someone interrupt the auction to ask really um, unusual questions like can they take over the mortgage on the current loan and, you know, you, you get funny situations. And I've had people buy it um, sight unseen through a family member for, you know, a couple of million dollars. So, yeah, there's some good stories out there. I do love an auction. They are, they're great fun. Excellent. Well, let's talk about something that you've done recently. After more than two decades in the industry, you um, started a new adventure, launching your own business, Salt Property, in conjunction with Urban X. What inspired you to take that leap? Oh, it was probably one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make. Um, after working for 16 years with another company that I, I loved and enjoyed, but I just felt that I had outgrown um, the brand of that business and I was really standing well alone under my own brand um, and people were really coming to me, not so much the brand. I also was really chasing a little bit more of um, balance, which sounds crazy to go out and have your own business. But, you know, by owning your own business, 
you get to keep all the profits, but and you also get incredible flexibility. So, you know, technically you could work maybe half as much for the same amount on your terms. And um, it gives, it has given me 100% a better balance in life with my children. Um, so, yeah, it's been an amazing decision. It was a hard one to make, but I really encourage anyone to do that. And, and you mentioned um, Urban X. That was a, a big part of it too. Urban X are a company that basically look after all the back end of my business. So um, they gave me the confidence to really go out on my own. I think if I didn't have them, the thought of having to have a trust account and an accountant and someone doing the marketing and, you know, reception. So all of that was terrifying, whereas they basically took all of that off my hands and I could focus on what I do best, which is listing and selling, and that gave me the confidence to, to have, a, have a go, which I'm so glad I did. And what does your business look like at the moment? Uh, how many have you got in your team? Um, so I've got a sales associate, Mel, who is amazing. She started, um, I've been up and running about four and a half months and she, I knew within two weeks I was advertising for somebody. Um, so it's her and I full-time and then I have somebody part-time um, that is between 10 and 15 hours a week and they do um, a lot of the running around, you know, letterbox drops, putting out pointer signs, getting things for settlement packs and, and all those little jobs that aren't dollar productive but are really important. And then um, within Urban X, I have five allocated people that do things like um, marketing, invoicing, business management, um, on board, like the new sales contracts, the settlements. So, yeah, they're kind of the key parts of my business. Do you have any advice for other people who might be considering taking the jump but aren't quite ready to do it? I would say just just do it. It's um, it's a lot of work getting it off the ground, but it's so worth it. Um, and it is a hard and scary decision. I would recommend speaking to someone like UrbanX that can really take a lot of the pressure off you because I've never run a business before. I didn't know how to do it or, or what to do. And also speak to other business owners. I rang a heap of people I knew that owned their businesses and really spent a lot of time with them picking their brains on what to do and what not to do and and really was guided by their experience to help me launch into my business so just speak to as many people as you can and and delegate to things that you're not good at get someone else to do them for sure Lindell, because of your time in the industry and the experience that you've had, we were thinking we might you might have some lessons that you could share with other agents here today. So we thought we'd embark on a series called The Leadership Diaries, which is where we fire off some quick fire questions just to get an insight into your career and some of the lessons that you've learned along the way. Are you happy to go for it and dive in right now? I am. I don't know how qualified I am as a leader because I'm new, but I will give you my insight so far. Give us your insight as an agent. I think that would be fantastic. As okay. an agent, yeah. Yeah, excellent. What was your first job and what did it teach you? My first job was at McDonald's. I was a Macca's chick and um, I think that was a really good start actually. It was a very uh, full-on job where there was rules and you had to abide them and you had to work hard. So I think um, it taught me a good, strong work ethic. It was, a, yeah, I think 
my kids will I'll be pushing them into to a McDonald's start. Um, you've got to work hard. If you want to get anywhere, you've got to put the effort in. Absolutely. I started at McDonald's in Central in Sydney as well. I did. I did huge lessons yeah. in good work ethic and what it takes to be in a team. So I definitely agree with that. Yes. What does the first hour of your day look like and how does it go after that? So I keep the first, I try keep the first two hours appointment free. So try not to book any inspections or um, listing appointments until after 11 o'clock. So when the day starts, first of all, we have a meeting and we look at what we need to achieve today. We write down goals for the day. We write, write a list. And then we might also look at where we're tracking for our goals for the week um, and just try and give some structure to the day to make sure that we are moving along with things that we need to. Excellent. Can you name someone who's had a tremendous impact on you as a leader? Out of real estate, I would say probably my dad, actually. He, um, he had a plumbing business that he started when he was about 25. So I grew up seeing mum and dad uh, running the, the business and the time and the effort and the work ethic that they both put into that. Um, but it showed me uh, how well respected he was because he was so good to his employees. You know, he was generous, he was kind, he cared about them and um, they cared about him. So I think that was, that was a good start. Where or from whom do great ideas come from in business? Well, I have um, I've coached that I work with, a mindset coach. He, um, Jed Xavier is his name. He's fabulous. Highly recommend Jed. Yep. He really gives me um, good ideas in business from more of a mindset potential, not a skills, but um, they kind of, I feel like he organises my work life and outside life as well, uh, and gives focus to what I need to be doing. Um, but a skills coach, I think, is also important. You've always got to keep keep learning and um, keep studying and, and grow. Excellent. And we're fans of Jet Xavier here as well at Elite Agent. Oh, isn't he fabulous? He's amazing. He's, and he's certainly featured yeah. on, um, on a lot of the things that we've done over the years. What is one characteristic that every leader should possess and why? And this doesn't have to be a question about you. This can be some leaders that you've worked with and really appreciated that characteristic about them. You need to be a good listener. You need to listen to the people around you to know what's going on, to, to build relationships. You need to have integrity um, to build respect. Um, and you've just got to care, I think. Um, you've got to lead by example and you need to care about people around you. And I think if you do the right thing, then um, people will follow. Absolutely. What is the best way that a new employee could help understand the culture of your business? Um, I think that kind of goes back to the last question in a way of um, leading by example. Um, Oh, that's a hard one, culture in your business. I think by making them understand um, the integrity of your business and what you stand for morally as well and being really clear on that is important. What advice would you give someone going into leadership for the first time, having just done it yourself? Be organised. Be willing to really put the hours in. Um, like, you know, it was 12, 14-hour 14, 14 days seven days a week for the first couple of months. Um, 
delegate again, find out your strengths and your weaknesses and try and let go of the things that you're not good at and, and delegate them to other people um, and enjoy it. Like try and enjoy the experience. Still learning. I'm very much all new to it, but that's, yeah, that would be my bit of advice. As you said before, like a good leader is always learning. Like it's, you know, they say that always yeah. be learning. What is the worst advice you've heard given to someone starting out their real estate career? The worst advice and probably a, a common preconception in real estate is that it's going to be easy. Like that they, people think that they're just going to rock up, pop a suit on, go and put a sold sign out the front and the dollar signs are going to start rolling in. But the reality is it's really hard work. And if you're starting out, you're really looking at a good 18 months to two years to get established before that happens. Um, so be prepared to do the work um, and, and it's going to take time. Absolutely. And what does leadership look like at home? Bearing in mind you have three children, you're running a family, what does it look like in your house? Well, leading again by example with my kids, trying to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, be a good mum is difficult when you, when you have a career as well, you know, not going to lie about that, but just um, trying to be a good mum and, and show them what being a good person is and, and trying to make them the best little people that they can. By leading by example, I think is important. You know, the kids are, they're really proud of, of mummy's business and, um, yeah, and that's been really nice to see. So I think showing them to, to have a go and don't be scared and, um, yeah, just to try, give everything a go is really important. Absolutely. And what is the most important thing that you're working on in your business right now and how are you making it happen? So I was working on this with Jet yesterday, actually. We um, were working on 90-day blocks. Um, the last 90 days was really establishing the business um, from, you know, systems and um, CRMs and all of that. What does my business look like? How do I want it to look? And um, now my 90-day block is looking at where my business comes from, which is mainly referrals. So, you know, we've broken that down into different sections, be it um, social media is a big one for me, the kids' sport, the kids' school, friends, um, property management and solicitors, stylists, you know, um, we're trying to maximise each component of that. So instead of having to be on the phones calling it and prospecting 24-7, you know, naturally let's see if we can make the, the business keep coming in from where it's coming from and um, that's been a really good exercise to start working on. Excellent. And where do you see your business in 12 months' time? Hopefully it's still going really, really well, um, potentially growing the team. Um, we will see. Not sure about property management yet, but that's something that may come up down the track. I just want to focus on what I know, which is which is selling. Um, but, yeah, probably looking at growing the team. Um, we're already talking about bringing on a trainee. So, yeah, just excited to see how it keeps going. It's really, it's been really enjoyable. I've absolutely loved it. What was the response actually from clients when you started the business? How did they respond? I was so shocked, you know, like it was such a massive decision to leave after the, you know, the comfort blanket of another brand. And I really didn't know how it would go, but the response has been incredible. I think um, people like seeing young people having a go and 
I've really felt the love from, from Newcastle and people really getting behind me, wanting to support me in my own business. I think being um, a female and a young female in Newcastle has, has given me a bit of a, a point of difference as well. Um, and there's been a lot of car- encouragement from everyone to, to get out there. And, um, yeah, I've been really quite shocked but delighted in the response. That's really good. And what's the market doing in Newcastle now at the moment? Because we know it's changing across the country. What's Newcastle like? Newcastle, um, we're definitely in a bit of a transition phase. I feel like we haven't been hit as hard as some of the the big cities like Sydney um, and Melbourne. But, you know, overall numbers are down on open homes, inquiries. But we're still seeing decent numbers. We haven't seen prices drop dramatically or anything like that. Um, will it come? Maybe, maybe not. Newcastle saw a huge amount of growth, um, one of the biggest towns in Australia. And I think we're a little bit protected here as well because there is still such a massive influx from places like Sydney and Melbourne. A lot of people moving to Newcastle. We've got the airport and the uni and beautiful beaches and lots of good things. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting times ahead, that's for sure. That sounds great. Lindalyn, before I let you go today... We always ask this last question in our podcasts. What one piece of advice or key takeaway would you like our li- to leave our listeners with today? Just operate operate with integrity. Um, you get out what you put in and, and it goes back to if you, if you say you're going to do something for a client, make sure you follow it up and make sure you do it. But, you know, the real estate is a referral-based business a lot of the time. So if you do the right thing by people, your business will flourish. And if you operate from a good space of integrity, and I think that you've got a much better chance of, um, of having a successful business and just enjoy it. Like I love so many of my clients I've met over the years are now great friends. You know, it's such a great opportunity to meet beautiful people and create relationships and and, and have fun with it. It's um, it's a wonderful industry to be a part of and, and, yeah, just enjoy it. Lyndall, that's great advice. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, Lyndall Allen. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.